illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half from the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can cuts to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, Ken into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgate. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgate headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from the Twin Pines Vineyards, the director of Thermodynamic Lip Immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beej. Beej, how are you doing? Dude, I'm alive. That's always good. So I can't believe this is our second show already of uh, 2021. Correct. And it's and it's only March. Yeah, well, we did one just a couple weeks ago, and now we're doing another one. We're out of control. I think we did it two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. But, but we have things to talk about. Well, it's just been another great, great couple days to be a beeve. So it's it just it to needed to happen. So. Do we have a Do we have a lot to chat about today? Other we than do. a couple of things, we do. Ooh. And the purpose of illegal okay. participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and anything else we find interesting, and just generally have some fun. I want to remind everyone: listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Heart Radio, and most other podcatchers. Get in touch with us: Heinrich Tailgater Gmail dot com at Heinrich Tailgater on Twitter and Heinrich Tailgater on Facebook and Beej. You know, if we keep this up, we might get like two listeners pretty soon. We got an email. Oh, that's awesome. The title <laughs> of the listener. the title of the email is quote, just a reminder, you have two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because people don't know that I you don't know what the heck's coming up. No, I'm totally I'm totally blind on all this crap. I, I keep all the notes. You don't have anything. And God, so I got nothing. you give me, you give me crap. Well, I used to give you a copy of it and then I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause it's more, that's better when it's more spontaneous and I get uh, your reaction to things. So that is the, uh, yes, the email was titled just a reminder. You have two listeners and it's from Dano down in Texas. <laughs> so how's Dano doing down there in Texas? Where does he, where does he live down in Texas? I want to say San Antonio. Let me look. Let me look. See, you do this to me every freaking time. See, make it where they make paste picante sauce? No, he works for, um, hold on. It'd here. be awesome if he worked for paste picante sauce. By folks in San Antonio, who knows what picante sauce is supposed to taste like? God, that was, that was mumbler there. It almost sounded like Joe Biden talking. It's amazing what you can find on the internet. Okay, it's not San Antonio. Oh, he lives outside of Austin. Ooh, Austin. Yeah, there you go. He lives outside of Austin. So and cool. Well, what is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have, okay, sorry. Thought you were prepared. Well, and he works for Yeti. Oh, the cooler company? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and we got a Yeti cooler this last year. Yes, we did. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. That's a nice cooler. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so his uh, email reads, Beej, uh, Beej, great call with the pretender song choice. Reminds me of one of my favorite CDs I used to play when I managed at Woodstocks. Here's a link to the show. The pretenders are on at the 35-minute mark. And I will send you the link uh, to the YouTube video, Beej. Okay. But it is a video of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concert of 1995. And I think this is when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame first opened. Okay. And so, yes, um, the pretenders are there with Chrissy Hind. But I was just looking at a list of everyone that played. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. At the at the grand opening of the yeah. of the Rock and Roll at Hall the, of Fame? And it's like September, early September 1995. So Al Green. Okay. Aretha Franklin. Okay. Bob Dylan. Okay. Bon Jovi. Wow. Booker T and the MGs. Okay. Bruce, uh, Boz Skaggs. Mm-hmm. Bruce Hornsby. Bruce okay. Spring. He, Bruce, he's the one that, Bruce Hornsby's the one that sings Life is a Highway, right? No, no, no. You're, that's not Bruce Hornsby. Uh, Bruce oh. Hornsby in the range. Okay. Um, Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry. Okay. Dr. John. Who's doc, Dr. John and the... Zim. He's um, no he yeah he uh he does kind of the oh what the hell does he sing um he was in the uh, Blues Brothers 2000 um does a lot of blues boogie woogie okay let's see he's kind of got a voice like this you know must have been okay. a right place must have been a wrong time like that gotcha gotcha yep. yeah I know the song okay. Um, Eric Burden, hmm. who was originally the, the, the animals, Eric Burden, the animals. And after that, it was Eric Burden declares war where war was his backup band. Oh yeah. Before war went off on their own. So like spill the wine. You've heard that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, I know the spill the wine song. Spill the wine. There's a, there's a number of songs that he did, um, with, with war, but, um, so Eric Burden, George Clinton and the P funk all stars. Oh, that's awesome. Gin Blossom. I don't know what George Clinton's saying. I just know he's a pretty awesome dude. Well, I was watching uh, um, uh, How I Met Your Mother. I'm kind of going through it again because it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And uh, in it, there's a scene where um, where uh, Lily, uh, Marshall has this fear that he's losing Lily. And he's she goes to San Francisco and, he's hang- and she's uh, hanging out with George Clinton at, at a restaurant. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's like, well, like, he's kind of random, but yeah, it worked. Give up the funk. Give, we want the funk. Got Is that him? Fun. Yeah, it's George Clinton, the P-Funk All-Stars. Okay, well, I've never actually seen him perform. I've never seen anybody perform. P- the P- P-Funk All-Stars, because they were, for a while, were Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. That's where that, P-Funk. That, were they called the Parliament? Parliament, yeah. Parliament Funkadelic. Okay, P-Funk yeah. All-Stars. Different versions, same general thing. Okay, Gin Blossoms, mm-hmm. Heart, Iggy Pop, okay. Jackson Brown, <laughs> James mm-hmm. Brown, Jerry mm-hmm. Lee Lewis, John Fogarty, John Mellencamp, Johnny Cash, John Bon Jovi, and Richie Sambora, Little Richard. Well, you already said Bon Jovi was there, so that was the, the band, but also John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora. Okay. Little Richard, Lou Reed, mm-hmm. Love Mongers, I've never heard of them, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, Melissa Etheridge, Natalie Merchant, The Pretenders, Robbie Robertson, Sam Moore, Cheryl Crow, Slash, Soul Asylum, The Almond Brothers, and The Kinks. This is like, The Kinks is, you know, I think The Kinks is incredibly underrated. I agree. I mean, you you listen to The Kinks, what, the, the music that they, I mean, Van Halen covered several of their songs. Oh, yeah. But they were two brothers that kind of fought a lot, so. Really? Oh, yeah. But, uh, Not as bad as the Oasis it, brothers, but yeah, pretty bad. But that that's amazing, because you look at all those names, and that's like heavy from the 50s and 60s. And 70s oh, yeah. and 80s and even some early 90s. Oh, yeah. I think Gin Blossoms were early 90s, weren't they? And yeah. so was uh, Cheryl Crow. Yep. But wow. Yeah, you huge. know who was – but who it was it was the same because you and I went and, – and Matt went to the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 2006. Five. Five. We had that argument last week, right? Or two yep. weeks ago. Yep. But, but when we were there, same thing, noticeably absent – Van Halen. Yep. And I never, I never could figure out why it took them so long to get Van Halen into the Hall of Fame. Well, a lot of it's political. 
You, you know, I, I heard uh, Kiss was never a big fan of it because they were omitted. And they're like, dude, it's a private company. It's not like some kind of grand thing. It's a private company and a private group of people that make oh, yeah. those decisions. Oh, yeah. well, and, and, but, and, but then when they were accepted, they're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Well, it's, but if you look at some of the bands that are in there, I mean, they've put in like uh, Public Enemy, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they, they, great band. But are they yeah. are they rock and roll? I is, I don't it, I I would not you know because at that point you're just a music hall of fame you're not a rock yeah. and roll hall of fame you know who's not in there um who still isn't in I, there Iron Maiden dude yeah yeah I mean that and that's just that's just when you're putting in yeah because that, that's the one thing I heard that they were announcing a new batch this this last week they actually announced a new uh, a group and did you hear that yeah so let's see yeah, it I, is. I'm, I remember when I was listening to it uh, on the news in the morning, they were naming some of the bands. I'm like, going, okay, these, these are, are good groups and I don't mind them, but I, same thing that you said, they're, they're, so they were more rap. The, these, these are the, these are the nominees for 2021. Okay. Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Good, good singer, but huh? Kate, not, not quite rock and roll. Kate Bush. I don't know who she is. Devo. Devo belongs in there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, they're one hit wonder, but they were kind of influential in their uh, in, the, in the early eighties. Okay, Foo Fighters. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I think they definitely be in the Go Go's. Yeah, definitely Iron Maiden. Okay, finally. Okay, now we get to a bunch of weird ones. Jay Z. He does some good stuff, but it's not rock and roll. Shaka yeah. Shaka Khan. Yeah, she, I mean they were mainstream rock and roll. They were on the rock and roll stations. Shaka, Shaka. Khan. Uh, yeah, Chaka, Chaka Khan. maybe. Yeah. I, like, I like their stuff with Rufus De- better. Definitely not primary though. I mean, definitely not top tier tier. Uh, but but I like their stuff with, with Rufus when tell me something good. That was that was the band Rufus. <laughs> that, she was the that, lead that, singer. That, that, that was that was nice, Billy. That 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 was that was perfect. Carol, I love you. Okay. Carol King. What's Carol King famous for? Um, she's, she's been a big singer songwriter, so I would put her in over Jay-Z, mm-hmm. right? Um, Fila Cootie, who I don't even know who is. LL Cool J. Again. Fila my Cootie. I love, I love, LL, I love LL Cool J, but is, does he belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Maybe more than some other rappers, but no, not really. The New York Dolls. Yeah, definitely. Cause they, they influenced a lot of bands. Yeah, I mean they were punk rock, but definitely punk, definitely yeah. rock. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I can see them. Todd sure. Todd Rundgren. Even though everything they sing sounds sing sounds the same, and they only have one lyric that they go over and over and over again, but yeah. you know, Todd Todd, okay Todd Rundgren. Who's that? I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day. Okay. He's done a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of producing too. Okay. Tina Turner and Dionne Warwick. I would okay. put I would put Tina Turner more in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame than Dionne Warwick yeah. myself. But obviously, you can tell there's a big push to get women in there because you've got one, <clears throat> two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. Eight of the nominees are women. Hmm. So, but I, uh, Tina Turner was really influential in the '80s, though. But see, Carol King's already been inducted, and so is Tina Turner, because Tina Turner was in with Ike and Tina. Oh, okay. So she's already in there once. Yeah, for Ike and Tina. Okay. And like Dave Grohl's in once with Nirvana. He could be twice with Foo Fighters. But I think Foo Fighters should go in, definitely. Yeah, Foo Fighters is a different band. Yeah, but to me, like I said, to me, a lot of it's just, I I don't know. It's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's Music Hall of Fame almost. Yeah, the bunch of music that we like, plus we have to be politically correct and I make just, sure we have it. Well, and like I said, a lot of those bands, like Jay-Z, I love a lot of Jay-Z stuff, but does it does he belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm a huge Public Enemy fan. Does Public Enemy deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. I just, yeah, I just, I don't see that. I mean, they they stole, well, yeah, but, borrowed. Yeah, but, but, but there's there's girls in the Boy Scouts now too, Billy, so you just got to let it go. True, I guess. Anyways, so there you go. So, anyways, so Dano is no, was wanted to remind us he does. We do have two listeners, and actually, we have a few more than that. But it's kind of funny. Makes me laugh. Actually, I, I actually had a couple people comment uh, about uh, that song that Rush used. 
for his uh, intro. Oh yeah, I, I did too. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was good getting all the information. It, yeah, a lot of people didn't even know it was a song. Oh yeah, yeah. I I knew it was. I always thought mm-hmm. it's funny because I knew Chrissy Hines' political, political stances. Yeah. yeah, and I always thought it was funny that he used it. But then knowing that she let him use it, you know, she had him donate money like because of her parents. Well, I'm like, that's cool. I, I I appreciate that. She's like, I don't agree with you, but my parents really enjoy you. So let's work something out. I just I appreciate that. I think that's well, something that's. Needs- I think that's something that's missing anymore. Well, and, and that music so defined that Russia's show. Yeah. So. You know, it's amazing how just, you know, five seconds of, of a, of a song okay. you, you recognize, yeah. you know, it, it, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of music. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about that today on my drive home. I'm just like, I, I love music and I, I sing along with so much crap, yeah. you know, I got so much road time and I've always had a lot of road time ever since I started working. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I probably drive on average, well, nowadays I drive probably at least two and a half hours a day, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, even before I drive an hour and a half a day and I just, I enjoy music for the emotion and everything else it brings. Oh, I agree. Good time. So. All righty, Beach, you ready to get into some Beaver sports news? Sure. We got a whole mess of things to talk about, so let's not delay. First up is women's volleyball. <sighs> Loving the women's volleyball, Billy. What's going on there? Well, Beach, um, last, so a week ago Sunday, it was a hot-hitting day for the Oregon State volleyball team as it hit a season-high 322 en route to a match and series sweep of Cal at Haas Pavilion down in Berkeley. Wow. Yep, and that was the Beavs' first uh, match sweep of the season. Well, didn't, I mean, and we, we, we've been struggling, haven't we? Well, yeah. Pac-12 is a gauntlet in, in, in volleyball, so. Well, Beach, then on last Friday night, the women's volleyball team fought to the end as it fell to the 16th-ranked Washington State Cougars 3-1 to in Gill Coliseum. The Cougs took the first two sets before OSU responded with a four-set win. Um, Wazoo claimed the match in the or before OSU responded with a third-set win, Wazoo claimed the match win in the fourth set. The, hmm. the Beavs are now 5-8 and eight overall, 5-8 and eight in the Pac-12 because they're not playing any out-of-conference games. And the next match is the rivalry game, formerly known as the Civil War, down in the Evil Empire of Eugene um, on the 19th at 6 p.m. Which is what, what, was the game, what was the game formerly called, Billy, again? The Civil War. What was, one more time, please. It was the rivalry game that was formerly known as the Civil War. For how many years was it known as the Civil War? I don't know when it started. But long time, it was called the Civil War. Oh, decades. Yeah, decades. Yeah, only in the last year we stopped calling it the Civil War, right? Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah, it's a shame. I really like the name Civil War. All right, Beach, up next is women's soccer. Women in short shorts. You know, all the sports I really like involve women in short shorts and tight tops. Yeah, well, that's not going to get you far in life, Beach. Nicole Nickerson scored her first goal of the season, but the Oregon State women's soccer team fell to Arizona 3-1 to Friday evening at Lorenz Field. Now, the uh, women are – they opened strong, but eventually fell to uh, number 24 Arizona State on Sunday afternoon in overtime, one to nothing. So, up next uh, – Well, you know, in, in a positive thing, mm-hmm. at least they didn't end in a damn tie. True, true. Now, um, up next, Beach, OSU will host Oregon – for the first part of the rivalry series, formerly known as the Civil War, on Friday, March 19th at 4 p.m. Now, this is a non-conference game, and it will be live on the Pac-12 Oregon. So we, we still, even though it's non-conference, we still... we still. I believe so. I think it's kind of weird this year. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, up next, Beach, we got some men's soccer. Okay, not, not, not as big a fan. The number five Oregon State men's soccer team battled hard for 90 minutes but fell to number two Stanford 3-2 to two Saturday afternoon in Stanford, California. The Beavs took an early two-goal lead on a pair of uh, goals from Gloria Amanda, but the Cardinal fought back to take the victory on a goal in the final 11 minutes of the match. Now, the defeat is the first of the season for the Beavs as it moves to 6-1 on the year and 3-1 and in Pac-12 play. Uh, next up, Oregon State will return home this weekend to take on San Diego State at Lorenz Field. Well, will that hurt their ranking at all, considering they lost number two? I mean, maybe a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You lost. You lost three to two um, on the road to a team ranked number two in the nation. So take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. 
All right, Beach. Next up, we have some cross country. Ooh. We don't discuss cross country very often. Not much to talk about there. Just a bunch mm. of people running through the woods. But well, sure. and, and, and this is weird because normally cross country is a fall sport, but they did it in the winter. The number three, the, the number 23 ranked Oregon State cross country team recorded the best team finish in program history, 16th at the 2021 NCAA championships on Monday morning at the OSU cross country course. Kaylee Mitchell and Betya Beard both earned all America honors for placing in the top 40. Okay, so can, can I interrupt here? Sure. Okay, so I've never I, – I had friends that were in cross-country as a kid mm-hmm. in Same. high school. Same. Okay. What the hell is it? Do you just run through the woods literally? I mean is it like uh, is it like a, a relay but just like a marathon just uh, through the woods? I don't know what I – mean, Is there zombies involved or anything fun or is it just running through the woods? No, there's no – there's no – um. I don't know so how long – I don't know how long the the course is. Um, sport in which teams and individuals run a race on open air courses over natural terrain such as dirt or grass. Um, the course typically four to twelve kilometers, which is anywhere from two and a half to seven and a half miles long, may include services of grass and earth, pass through woodlands and open country, and include hills, flat ground, and sometimes gravel roads. Hmm. And do they all start at once, or are you timed when you leave? I believe they all start at once. Really? So it is like a marathon. Yeah, and you know, that's the first um, national championship the Beavs ever won was in cross country. Really? Yeah, they won it. Let's when, see. How many years ago? Um, so you said they're ranked, what did you say, they're ranked 30, 20-something, 30-something? They were ranked 23rd, and they finished 16th. Okay, how many? Um, Seems like, yeah. Let me see. How many, and, and, and again, I'm just fascinated by this whole thing. How many people are in cross country? Like, how many people are on our team? I don't know. Um, I'm just picturing, like, hundreds of people running through the woods. Yeah, let me look here. I don't think it's that many. 15 or 20? I can just see the interview. So you run fast? Yeah, I run pretty fast. How do you run on gravel? I'm okay on gravel. Okay. Grass? I can do pretty good on grass. Hills? Well, you know, I'm okay on the hills. Um, so here we go. Uh <laughs> They've won four national championships, three in baseball, one in cost country in 1961. Dude, 61. Yeah, I was thinking early 60s, but I, was, I wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. 1961. It's like you're a damned, damned internet, Billy, just on your own. You don't need Google. There you go. You are my effing Google. There you go, Beach. All right, Beach. up next, wrestling. Ooh. So we know that the Bees finished second in the Pac-12 championships a couple weeks ago. But right now, mm-hmm. Beach, Devin Turner, Grant Willits, and Hunter Willits each earned a top 20 seed at the 2021 NCAA Wrestling Championships. Uh, the NCAA announced seeding and first-round matchups last Wednesday afternoon. Now, the tournament will be held at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis, Missouri, March 18th to 20th, and full coverage of the event will be on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU over the course of those three days. Hmm. Uh, on a side note for... for um our friends that might listen who are from the Hillsborough area. And Billy, I think you heard this. Uh, Erwin Schimmel passed away. Oh, yeah. It was sad to hear. Yeah. And I was just thinking about him because uh, Roland, his brother, was the wrestling coach for Glencoe. Correct. For, for quite a few years. Yeah. And he passed away a number of years ago, tragically, on a uh, rafting trip. I was going to say it wasn't a boating accident or something. Yeah. Raf- rafting trip, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um yeah. So anyway, I don't know if we have a, a heart, large uh, Hillsborough contingent, but thought I would share that news with him. Mm-hmm. So if and if you don't know who Erwin Schimmel was, uh, he was the uh, founder of Power Rents back in the day, uh, which uh, ultimately got out by United Rentals. And then he started up Power Rents again here just, I think, five or six years ago. Yeah. Started the company back up. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. All right, Beach. Up next is women's basketball. And how are Rook and the gals doing? 
Well, Beej, uh, last week they had a nice little run through the Pac-12 tournament. Um, they uh, made it to the semifinals with a 71-64 to win over number 19 Oregon in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty good because that was their second uh, uh, second win over Oregon in about three or four days. Maybe wow. five days, yeah. Because they played and, them in the last game of the season. And what's Oregon ranked? They were ranked 19th at the time. Okay, and where's Oregon State ranked? Uh, they might have been 23rd, 24th. Okay. Yeah, they were just working their way back up. Um, the Oregon State women's basketball team's Pac-12 tournament run did come to an end on Friday evening as uh, they lost to number four Stanford 79-45 to in the semifinals in Vegas. Ooh, and, got thumped. Yeah, and Stanford went on to win it all and also got one of the top four seeds in the nation. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, Oregon State standout senior Aliyah Goodman was named to the Pac-12 All-Tournament team. Um, the conference announced Sunday evening following the final of the tournament. Goodman scored in double figures in all three of the Beavers games in Las Vegas. Now, just Monday, Beach, today as we're recording mm-hmm. this, the Oregon State women's basketball team was selected as a number eight seed and will face ninth-seeded Florida State on Sunday in the first round of the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. Now, the Beavs' first-round game will take place at Strahan Arena on the campus of Texas State in San Marcos, Texas. Now, the NCAA Division I Women's Basketball Committee announced in February that San Antonio and the surrounding region will play host to the entire 2021 NCAA Women's Division I Basketball Tournament. So normally they do them at different places. You know, there's different sites of everything, but they're doing Mm -hmm. everything basically in San Antonio. Like a bubble? Yeah, well, kind of. They're just going to keep everything right there. Okay. Keep a little bit more of a of a, of a lid mm. on it. Now, if Oregon State should win on Sunday, it would face either first-seeded South Carolina or 16th-seeded Mercer in the second round of the tournament on Tuesday. Hmm. So no matter what, you're going to have a hell of a game trying to get by probably South Carolina in that second game. But right now, just beat Florida State. So I was talking to somebody. Actually, I was talking to a customer of mine who's a, a huge Duck fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's kind of what he says. If you can win one game in the tournament, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So. So we were speaking of the of the men's tournament, but I'm sure the same is true for the women's. Well, and you can't sit there and keep looking ahead. Just play the game that's in front of you. You, you know, one of my favorite, and I maybe I've said this before on our podcast, but I remember uh, a few years back during the baseball season, uh, we were uh, Casey burned through one or two pitchers. Yeah. Uh, in the final inning, and they were all worried that he wasn't going to have a good pitcher for the next game. And he said, if we don't win this game, there isn't going to be a next game. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. You worry about yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've, I've always liked that attitude. You know, we, we don't look ahead. And, yeah, speaking of that, hey, Billy. Uh, yeah, Beach, we got men's basketball up next. Well, I know, but I think my teletype is going off. Already? Yes. Okay, then. Okay, hold on here, Billy. Hold on. Billy. Yes, Beach. This just in. City of Eugene is asking all residents to make sure their face coverings have additional filters due to possible airborne chemical. City officials believe an unidentified airborne chemical may have been released in the Eugene Springfield area on Friday and Saturday because nobody knows what the hell happened. They went to bed on Friday thinking everything was rosy, and they woke up on Sunday and the whole world turned to shit. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah, so got to make sure you wear those face coverings, people. Yeah. Because, you know, your whole world could turn to shit like it did in Eugene last weekend. Yeah, I would say. So, Billy, that being said, what happened with well, the boys' men's basketball? Well, Beach, uh, uh, for, for uh, Oregon State men's basketball, Maurice Kalou gave Oregon State an unexpected lift with 15 points, and the Beavers won their first conference tournament title, holding off number 23-ranked Colorado 70-68 to in the Pac-12 championship game Saturday night at T-Mobile Arena. Now, the Beavs needed three wins in three days to end a four-year NCAA tournament drought, uh, but the Beavers built confidence with each step along the way on the Vegas Strip. Oregon State opened its first conference title game in 33 years 
with a flurry of three-pointers and withstood a late push by Colorado to become the first Pac-10 team, Pac-12 team, to win the conference title after being picked to finish last in the conference. Now, Kalu helped the Beavs overcome leading scorer Ethan Thompson's foul trouble, making 6 of 11 shots after scoring 10 points the previous eight games combined. Now, the Oregon State men's basketball team, with that win, automatically gets the Pac-12 automatic qualifier. And on Sunday at the announcement show, they were announced to face Tennessee at 1.30 p.m. on Friday at Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. That game will be televised nationally on TNT. Oregon State is a number 12 seed, while the Vols are a number 5 seed. I So I'm driving into work on, on Friday morning, and I'm listening to the news. Mm-hmm. And they're talking how uh, the rival game, formerly known as the Civil War, was essentially going to be going on that the Ducks were playing the, the Beavers. And in the news update on KXL, it almost sounded like it was a foregone conclusion that Oregon was going to take the championship. Yeah. The, and even before a single game was played, I mean, that's the way the, the broadcaster talked well, about it. Well, they, they, and, had, and they, they had won the regular season. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But it, it's still, you know, you know, still got to like, play the game. And, and exactly. Any given any given Saturday, you know, and I'm sitting there driving in and I'm listening to this. And again, I hate when people already act as they know the outcome that it, it just fries me right mm-hmm. you don't know the outcome until you know the outcome and um, i'm driving in and i listen to that i'm thinking god i want the beefs to win i just want them to win just to shut the sons of bitches up so they don't make these presumptuous uh calls on on who's won the tournament you know mm-hmm. because let the games play you know and um anyway and then <laughs> i hear that I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but I see crap coming up on social media, and I'm just like, oh, thank God, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. So, Well, and the, the Beavs, they had to win three games in three days. You know, they started out coming from behind 16 points to beat UCLA in overtime. It's amazing. Then the next night, they went out and pretty much dominated Oregon from the from the get-go. You know, they ended up winning by, I think, 11, but they were up by 19 at different points during that game. And then against Colorado, they pretty much led that whole game too. It, so. it makes you wonder what's in the water they've been drinking. I, I don't know. Um, you know, but I, I thought it was real interesting. Inside their warm-up jerseys, inside like on the collar, uh huh, they had printed 12th. Because that's where they were picked. That's where they were picked. <laughs> You're going to be dead last. And they finished awesome. fifth in the conference and then won the damn tournament. And that's, you know, fifth in the Pac-12 conference is respectable. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, this is the first. I think it is. If, if you can be in the middle of the pack, if you're not, you know, what my old boss always used to tell me, you don't always have to be first. You just never want to be last. Yep. <laughs> and now this is the first time the Beavs have made the tournament since 2016 and only the second time since 1990. Now the Beavers' last NCAA tournament win came in 1982 when they defeated Idaho 60-42. to Wow. Yeah. So, you, mean, you realize 1990, that's 31 freaking years ago. Yep. I was a, a junior in high school. Wow. It was a Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah. Remember seeing him at In and Autocrest. That's my big claim to fame. Yep. I remember they they ended up losing that year to Ball State. So, how long has Gary Payton been out of retired? How long has he been retired now? Oh shoot! What a decade or two? Yeah, probably a decade. Yeah. yeah. See, he played. He played. Uh, he played quite a while. Oh yeah, he played for a number of years. All right, Beach. So basketball looking good. Um, there is a little bit of football news. Literally the day after we recorded our last podcast, the Beavs announced their 2021 schedule. Ooh, okay. But we're going to talk about it later. Okay. We'll talk about it later. So that, that's the football news. Next up is baseball. All right. How's baseball look? Well, Beach, Wade Meckler hit his first career home run, and Jake Fennings held Oregon to five scoreless innings to send Oregon State to a 3-1 to win over the Ducks Sunday afternoon at Goss Stadium at Coleman Field 
in the rivalry in the rivalry series formerly known as the Civil War. Now, uh, it was a three-game non-conference series over the weekend, um, and uh, the Beavs dropped the first two games, seven to nothing and three to nothing. But they mm. did come back and uh, win that getaway game on Sunday. Now, the Beavs had been on a ten-game win streak before running into Oregon. Hmm. Now, these were not Pac-12 games. Um, they were non-conference games. Okay. Normally, uh, the Beavs and the Ducks will play a couple of midweek games, like Tuesday or Wednesday night games during yeah. the season. But I, I think they're just doing this three because they've got to get games in. And so... Are they, are you, they behind or... Well, but you can't always get people to travel Okay. this year. It's kind of tough. Oh, so they're just trying to pack as many games as they can when, when teams are healthy? Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. So, uh, next up, Beach. The Beavs open the Pac-12 season at Goss Stadium this weekend against Washington State. As uh, are can people be in attendance? No, not as of yet. Okay. So, I mean, I guess you can go stand up on top of the uh, poor parking, man's bleachers. The parking structure, yeah. Check it out up there. Do that up in the poor man's bleachers, or no, the free area. So no. still that the the is the scaffolding uh, still I bet I bet I bet they have that blocked off. <sighs> I bet they have it blocked off. So, so wouldn't it be awesome though? You look up in the parking structure and it's just packed with people, you know, inches off one another out there watching the game. <laughs> Good <laughs> job. Wait, nice thinking there, Kate. Good job. <laughs> Social distancing. It would make <laughs> me laugh. All right, Beach. Uh, and last up today, we have a little bit of softball news. Ooh, softball. We do we we don't talk about softball very often, do we? No, because we don't do a lot of uh, spring. Oh, spring um, podcasts. So yeah, we got a yeah, little softball. And usually, and usually the focus always has been on baseball. Yeah. So the Oregon State pitchers led the softball team to an eight-zero win, to an eight-zero six-inning win twice against Sacramento State to open play at the newly named Kelly Field last Friday evening in Corvallis. So they played. Uh, they played twice. One eight zero twice. Okay. Uh, so uh, do tell about Kelly Field. What was it used to be called? And who's Kelly? I don't think it had a name before that. Okay. And who's Kelly? Hold on. Kelly, my darling, you are my sunshine. When I'm with you, I feel fine. Your hair is so soft. Your you no, know, your skin is so soft. Your hair is so clean. You make me feel. Like the whole world is mine. Kelly, 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 Bonus points for anybody who knows where that song is from. My darling, you are my sunshine. We're together, I feel fine. Your smile is so lovely, your hair is so clean. You make me feel that the whole world is mine. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Because you're Kelly, 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 Kelly of mine. Mine, 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 mine. That was beautiful. You really liked it? Oh, I liked it more than anything. Thanks. I don't know why it's called Kelly Field. I don't know. And it's spelled different than Kelly Engineering Building. Hmm. So I'm not sure. Hmm. I'll try to find out and I'll get back to you. You know, at least in Oregon makes everything easy because whenever Oregon builds something new, it's always named after Phil Knight. So you're like, that's an after Knight. 
Yeah, it's, uh. it's a night thing. Yeah. Because I can't see anything that says why it's called Kelly Field. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, so the Beavs won twice, eight nothing both times. Junior pitcher Maria Maison and senior pitcher Tristan Melikon combined for 24 strikeouts throughout the team's 12 innings against the Hornets. Maison pitched for the Beavers' first perfect game of the season, while Melikon earned her first no hitter at Oregon State. Then mm. Beach. In the rivalry civil series, formerly known as the Civil War, the Oregon State softball team fell to number five Oregon 14 to six in a five inning decision Saturday night. Five innings because they uh, run ruled them after five innings. If you're up by more than eight after five innings, they call the game. It's a bunch of pansies. Sophomore Maya Raider and junior Mariah Mazan made good connections in the top of the first, but the Ducks grabbed three straight outs. And in a rough first inning for the defense, Oregon took a 7-0 lead. So the Beavs are now 10-6 overall and take Cal uh, for four-game series this weekend in Corvallis. Okay. All right. So, yeah, lots of sports going on. Lots of sports. But now, Beach, it's time for the Tommy. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like fall and spring sports all smashed together at once. Yep. Okay, yeah. It is now time for the Tommy Tuberville. What do you think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the week. Every week, like, discuss sen- a person. Sen- Senator Tommy Tuberville? Every week, every week, like, discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship leadership or just being a fan i don't care if he's a he's a senator he's a jackass okay well most jack senators are jackasses but okay go on well beach uh have you heard of the uh less miles controversy going on no i remember les nesman but not familiar with les miles les miles had been the head coach at uh lsu won a national championship played for another got let go after 2016 and for the last two years has been the head coach at Kansas. Okay. Well, Beach, he is out as Kansas's head football coach three days after he was placed on administrative leave amid accusations of inappropriate behavior towards female students during his head coaching tenure at LSU. Kansas athletic director Jeff Long uh, last Friday said the university would be conducting a full review to determine the appropriate steps on Miles' future, and then late Monday evening announced that they had mutually agreed to part ways. Hmm. Hmm. How old a gentleman is this guy? Less is more. So Les Miles is... He will be... He's 57. Hmm. 57. And he... uh, Sorry, 67. 67. Well, you know, they got some neat drugs nowadays. Well, and supposedly the athletic director in... LSU had suggested he be fired for accusations that were against him. Uh, supposedly, like, possibly contacting female co-eds through social media, spending time with him. He says he was mentoring him. Who knows? It's just weird. And in this day and age, I don't understand. If you weren't doing anything, why would you put yourself in that position? Well, I'm sure there were several positions he wanted to put himself in. Yeah. And he has some of those new wave mentoring techniques, which involve relaxation, usually on a mattress. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and then, and then there's been some controversy as for Kansas, why he wasn't more vetted before being brought in there. So uh, when they agree to part ways, does this mean he gets his, his, uh, his total salary or are they, he waives his salary for the fact that he, uh, I'm sure he's getting something company oil. I'm sure he's getting something. Well, he was hoping to get a little something, something. I'm sure he's, I mean, they have like um, clauses in the contract for like, you know, conduct unbecoming an employee and, you know, is it going to make the thing look bad? But was that wrong? Well, but was was Doink and and Akoyed wrong? I mean, because I didn't really see that in the contract. Well, but I mean, did he? I mean, some people will just say, you know, I think he did it. It, it depends on what your definition of is is true. Um, yeah. But I mean, did he do it? I don't know. You know what, what happened with Gary Anderson? I don't know. So I just, I think it's, it's horrible. But some people are saying that, you know, they wanted Kansas to, uh, he should have been vetted more properly and, you know, looked into, but you know, 
I've been there when I've had to do recommendations for employees and mm-hmm. some people I don't want to recommend. Yeah. But, but legally there's certain things you can't say. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know if you could say that they wouldn't be rehired if they came back. I, yeah, I think they've I think they've taken that off the list. So you pretty much just can't say anything, and by saying nothing, you're pretty much saying everything. Yeah, because I've I've been in that position where, would you hire somebody back? I don't know if I could answer that. I I got called one time by a, a customer who was looking at hiring a coworker I had one time, mm-hmm. and he said, "What do you think of this person?" And I said, "Well, that depends. Are you calling me as a friend, like we're friends, or are you calling me as as an employee here?" So I said, there's one thing I can't say, but as a friend, I can tell you my opinions on things. Yeah. And yeah. he said, well, as a friend, I said, I wouldn't hire that bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, I'd stay away from her. I wouldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole. And he's like, well, she interviewed real well. I'm like, I don't give a damn. She's toxic. Yeah. Toxic as hell. Yeah. So anyways, so I don't know if there's much they could say. I, I just, you know, it's just kind of a mess. So. And anyways, dude, what, like I said, and if, if you hadn't done anything less, Miles, why the hell are you putting yourself in that position? Is the man married, by the way? Or maybe he was just looking for a babysitter. Um, Somebody to babysit his c- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, let me see. Personal life. Is married with four children. Well, he wore her out. He needed something new. So... She probably, you don't touch me no more. Touching everything else. (laughs) But um, anyways, so anyways, Les Miles, University of Kansas and LSU, you all get this week's. (laughs) Jackass of the week, because it's just a big mess. Look for some new blood, Kansas. LSU, you should have fired him if that was your choice in 2013 when it first came up. And Les Miles, why are you even putting yourself in that damn position? Well, so. 67 years old. He should have had enough positions by now. Yeah. Well, Leave some for the rest of us, damn it. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. As as uh, a, a great man, you and I are both very close to imparted a very smart piece of piece of knowledge, a little, little nugget. Stiff mm-hmm. pecker has no conscience. Nope. There you go. All right, Beach. It is now. It's, it's it's an organ, not a muscle. It doesn't need to be exercised. Exactly. Jess loves all those sayings that Dad has. <laughs> don't don't cultivate on your face what goes what grows wild on your ass. Yeah. She yep. likes she likes that one too. If you find your ass in jail, don't call home. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Beach. It is now time for our musical interlude of the evening. Ooh, uh, I was anxious to hear what your pick was, Billy. Well, we are doing women rockers right now. Chicks. I like to call it chicks without dicks because we have to specify now because mm-hmm. it's not how you feel. It's how you are. Well, it's how we define it. So, yep. Anyways. So beats. Um, have you heard of the band? The pretty reckless. Hold on here. I think, is this a newer band? Yeah. They were formed in New York city in 2009. It's by, it's a gal. Uh, the lead singer is Taylor Momsen on lead vocals and rhythm guitar. Okay, so when I was listening, look, looking for songs uh, two weeks ago, um, somebody suggested I listen to, to her. Oh, them. she kicks ass. So yes. they, they released their debut studio album, Light Me Up, in August 2010. In 2014, the band released their second studio album called Going to Hell, which included the single Heaven Knows, which is a song we're going to hear. Now, Taylor Momsen Beach is a former actress and model. Now, she is best known for probably two parts. One, for playing Jenny Humphrey on the CW's teen drama series Gossip Girl. Mm, Okay. But you wouldn't know her from there. You would probably know her from when she was seven and portrayed Cindy Lou Who in the film How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Never saw that, but okay. she She portrayed Cindy Lou Who in that 2000 film. Now she, she was a Who from Whoville. She was Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, which is yep. a pretty important who. Yep. Now, she also auditioned for the title role in Hannah Montana and was in the top three, but the role was obviously awarded to Miley Cyrus instead. Now, Beach, so if, I don't know if you've ever heard, she she's a lot of attitude. She's freaking hot, too, because she was a model. But mm-hmm. I, she's just got this great rock voice. 
It's got that just not as much gravel as like a Tina Turner or a Janis Joplin, but just a okay. little bit of gravel to it. A little bit of that bluesy kind of, you know, just smoked a cigarette kind of gravel. Mm-hmm. To, you know what I mean? Just a little bit of huskiness to it. And yeah. just f- 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 freaking phenomenal like, singer and just rips it up. Kind of like Joan Jett's got a little bit of that, in her, that, that, that gravelly voice. Yeah. But I think uh, Taylor Momsen's more original than Joan Jett. Okay. Okay. Joan Jett's a little bit of Susie Quattro redux. Susie Quattro. Wasn't she, who was the gal that played Fonzie's girlfriend on uh, happy days? You are correct, sir. Okay. I thought it was her. What, 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 what was her name in happy days? Um, she was not pinky Toscadero leather, leather Toscadero, leather Toscadero. There yeah. we go. Yep. She was leather. So English rock star, Susie Quattro. If you ever see Susie Quattro, you can tell Joan Jett totally took her early look. And she was English. Pretty sure Susie Quattro was English. Yeah. Really? Because she didn't have an English accent on the show, did she? Susie Quattro. Oh no, she is American. She is American. Okay. Yep. Susie Quattro. She's seventy. Woof. It's crazy. Yep. But anyways, so Beach. Here is Taylor Momsen. Um, fronting the band The Pretty Reckless with Heaven Knows. Jimmy's in the back with a pocket of heart. If you listen close, you can hear him cry. Oh, Lord, Heaven Knows. We belong way down below Sing it Oh Lord, heaven knows We belong way down below Way down below Way down below Judy's in the front seat Picking up trash Living on the dole Gotta make that cash Won't be pretty Won't be sweet She's just sitting there on her feet Sing it
Love that song, Beach. That was a great song. Yep. It's a great song. You like I said, her stuff is great. I just think she wails. First time I heard I think, it first time I heard it, I was like, Oh, that chick rocks. I think I'm gonna listen to that on my drive in tomorrow, Northern News, because I've had enough of it. There you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. Very good idea. All right, Beach. Um, one more thing we're gonna look at here today. So last week, literally the day after we recorded, two weeks ago, the Beavs announced their twenty twenty one Oregon State football schedule. Oh, Billy, you can't see this, but my sheets are rising right now in the bed. There you go. All right, Beach. Um, so looks like the Beavs have 12 games, I believe. And I believe six home games. Okay. So um, start off September 4th. At Purdue. Ooh, okay. Yep, yep. I know um, listener Kurt's going to go out to that one. I wonder, He's a Purdue fan? Well, he, he spent the first couple years of his life at Purdue. His dad was teaching out there. That's right. Yep. I don't know if Dave's going to go with them, but they're going to be definitely going back to Purdue. Or at least hopefully going back to Purdue. I know. Dave. Dave's supposed to be a married man by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting this summer. So, But anyway, so there's at Purdue. Um, September 11th. Beavs a home opener against Hawaii. And I'm hoping we'll have a, uh, I'm hoping we'll have a, a tailgater for that game. Hopefully. And hopefully more than, you know, five people. Yep. Probably do some like, uh, some, uh, short ribs. I, I, I was, I like the, I, I like the Kahlua pork and rice. We can do that too. Yeah. I just like short ribs cause they're easy. Maybe some Portuguese sausage, some scrambled eggs, some macaroni salad, good macaroni and salad, authentic stuff. You know, their macaroni salad is literally just like macaroni and mayonnaise. I know, and it's so good. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, Beach. Then up next, September 18th, another home game against Idaho. I hate back-to-back home games, but I'll suffer through it. Idaho, potatoes. Yep. We can have potatoes or something better from Idaho. Um, I'm thinking we might be. I don't know. Well, uh, potato bar is always a good one. Mm-hmm. Or we can do something with, like, spuds. You know, do something with like big old fries, big old mm-hmm. potato fries, big old potato wedges. Yeah. Okay. Then September 25th at USC. Okay. Beavs, that's the last monkey the bees need to get off their back, winning at USC. It's only been, what, 40 years? It's been closer to 60. Oh, okay. Um, then October 2nd, home against Washington. Cheesesteaks. Oh, Cheesesteaks, that's correct. Then October 9th, at Washington State. Okay. Might no, have, no, no Cougar Gold. We'll have to bring in some Cougar Gold for something else. Might have to go up to that one. October may, 16th. May, or maybe we'll have it at my place. There you go. October 16th, they're having a bye. Be like a watch party. Yeah. Uh, we're playing BYE. Yep, BYE. October 23rd, okay. home game against Utah. Ooh, Mormon funeral potatoes. Yep, yep. Maybe we'll do the, uh, maybe we'll do steaks there. Steaks and potatoes. Ste- steaks and potatoes, okay. Yeah, some, some tri-tip, that's always a good one. October 30th, at Cal. October 30th at Cal. So yep. Sausage Fest. Oh, no, that's at Cal. At Cal, yeah. When do we play? How about Stanford? November 6th at Colorado. Okay. Might have to Got fly to that of... game go hang out with Kyle. You know, that wouldn't be bad. We should plan it because we, we, we usually try to do one away game. That would be a fun away game to go to. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of these games are doable at USC, I, 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 at I, Washington I State, to, at Cal. Seems like every time I... Every time I've been in Colorado, I've always just been at the airport. Yeah, at Colorado. Okay, November thirteenth, home against Stanford. Maybe we'll do. A, maybe if we do it in at Colorado, we're gonna record a podcast there with Kyle. There you go. Instead of just always talking about him. There you go. November thirteenth, uh, home against Stanford. Sausage fest. There you go. November twentieth, home against Arizona State. That's we're going kind of late, aren't we? November twenty seventh at Oregon. Is that is November? Is that, that's a Saturday? Yeah. Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, they've been doing that for the last number of years. No, it's just the, that's a late Thanksgiving this year, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. 
So Arizona State, we can do the bacon wrapped dogs. Although we normally do cheesesteaks twice. So mm-hmm. if we do cheesesteaks for Washington, I don't know when else we want to do cheesesteaks. Might, might do those for Arizona State. Okay. Might not be bad. Maybe have a, a Mexican feel to it. Maybe we can add some uh, chilies or something. Jalapenos. Uh, jalapenos. Yeah, something. So find it on the menu. Some then, spicy sauce. Yep. And then, Beach, just this year, um, the Pac 12 championship game will be played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on Friday, December 3rd. Okay. I like that better than playing at uh, the Bay Area. Yeah, absolutely. Better weather at that time of year and uh, easier to get to, I think. I just think it's easier doing stuff in Vegas than doing stuff in the Bay Area. Now, is that the new is that the new stadium? Correct. That's the that's Raider the, Stadium. The Raider Stadium, correct. So probably a pretty good sized venue then too, if a lot of people want to go. Yeah. I would mind. Have you been down there since? Have you seen the new stadium? Uh, Jess and I were down there in August when they were still finishing it, and it's pretty bitching looking. It's literally yeah, was... wide across the freeway from the strip. So you know you have the strip, and then kind mm-hmm. of running parallel to is the freeway. It's right beside it. Okay. I've been, uh, it's, I, I saw it being built about two years ago, but again, that was two years ago. I think they were just it's, starting it up. It's pretty bitching looking. So, so, all right. So I, I think it's a good looking, I, I like the schedule. I, I mean, I heard someone saying it was tough, but it's like, well, it's all tough. Um, Jess just messaged me and said it's by the big in and out. Oh, the See, big in and out, the big in and out with the, with the neon sign and stuff right there across the yeah. strip. Yeah. It's right by that. Okay. So, but, um, yeah, I think it's a good schedule. Everyone's like, well, that's hard. I'm like, well, it's the pack 12, you know, of course it's going to be hard. So the beeves don't play, they don't play Arizona and they don't play UCLA. Hmm. So Chip Kelly still coaching for them. Yeah. Hmm. So they, how did he do last year? Oh, they did. Okay. Have to keep his job. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Beach, you got anything else to add this week? Um not not really. I think uh I'm I'm anxious for uh uh for uh, March Madness. Yes. And uh like to see, see the like to see the bees win one. Yep, maybe then maybe the next one, but we'll start with one. And uh you know I, I, last year was such a crap show. I'm really excited about having a fall season this year i agree so our our tailgaters that we put together uh while they were decent just it's not the same when you're not walking over to research to go watch a game after i agree i agree it was a little it left a lot to be desired well i want to thank everyone for listening to show number 158 of the league participation if you'd like to comment send a suggestion or ask a question heinertailgator gmail.com at heinertailgator on twitter Heiner Tailgater on Facebook. Remember, listen, subscribe, leave a rating review all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Beach, it's been great. Let's we love it every minute of it. Hopefully we have another reason to get together in another couple of weeks and talk about some more uh, Beaver wins. Yeah, pick another great song with chicks without... There you go. All right. Until next time, it's time for a great big Go Beach. How you doing? I'm living. Living? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Sweet. We are recording.
son of a bitch. Are, are we recording? Because we don't want to have this happen to that, you know, the missing episode. We haven't had that happen in a while. I know. Thank God I could handle another one of those things. Okay, hold on. I got to get comfy. I like to do this with my pants off. Oh, that's going at the end. <laughs> Welcome to a league. God damn you. <laughs> you do that every freaking time. Well, it's because I was, when you called, I was eating some peanuts. Uh, and so then I took a slurp of Diet Dr. Pepper to clean that out. <laughs> and then you start laughing and you just went on ready to talk. Oh, I like, okay. All right. Go ahead. All right, that was good, Beach. Babysit Mike. <laughs> God, you got so much I got to cut out now. <laughs> you know, you should put you should put sound bites in there, like like you know when I do my little Kelly 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 Kelly, you should be putting like the Cheers theme song behind there or something, or you know, or when I say <laughs> you, you know, you can, you can come in. I like beer. <laughs>